Welcome to the So You're Ready to Date podcast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Angie. And here's what we talk about all things dating, love, and relationships, and most importantly, having fun. Join us for practical advice for dating successfully on your terms. Welcome aboard. And enjoy the ride. Welcome back to another episode of So You're Ready to Date. We are well into our mini series talking all about dating and the holidays and how to navigate that with as much joy and fun and ease as you possibly can. We're talking about a topic today that I think we're both really excited about, and that's gift giving and how to do it, when to do it, some ideas for you so that you can navigate this first season of maybe give exchanging gifts with your special someone that much easier to do. I just want to say this is probably my favorite episode of our mini series. If you go back and listen to last week, you'll know how excited I was that this actually is the episode that's coming up this week. So without any further introduction, let's dive in and talk about what that might or might not look like as far as gift giving during your early relationship stages after just a couple of dates or just in general through the holiday season. Because especially if it's a fairly newish relationship, you might be a little bit unsure of what is a good gift, what is not a good gift. Are we ready to exchange that? So, you know, it's always appropriate to maybe have a conversation because some people get a little bit touchy about giving and receiving gifts. So making sure that you're both on the same page to start off with. But I want to talk about first and foremost, homemade, handmade, made from the heart gifts that you might give that special someone. There are so many different things that you can do. And these handmade gifts that come from the heart, regardless of whether or not somebody else actually has a tradition of exchanging gifts or is celebrating a holiday that exchanges gifts during this time of year or during the season, it is never out of style to give somebody a handmade gift from the heart and give them that little piece of you. And it says, I have been thinking of you and I wanted to give you this. And maybe there's a reason behind it because of a holiday or maybe not. So this is a very safe gift to give just because during the holiday season too, if you are a person that really feels passionate about exchanging gifts or really likes to bring all of yourself to the table during this time of year. And again, there is a plethora of doing it and it is about opening up your artistic side and just letting that go and thinking of the other person when you're creating something. I'm big into doing things like crochet. And so one of the first gifts I gave to the guy I was seeing was like, I make these little cup koozies where it's like one for hot cups and one for cold cups. And it's easy to kind of integrate what their favorite colors are. It's like personal, but not being like overly personal, but it's easy to do things like crocheting or knitting some slippers or a scarf or a hat. So something that's like, yes, I'm thinking of you. And yes, you can add that little bit of a personal touch, but it's maybe not so personal is buying them like, I don't know, underwear or something a little bit more, you know, sexy lingerie, whatever that might be. It's that kind of nice first introductory step into like, here's how I like to give gifts. Here's how I was thinking of you. And this is something that I made. Contrary to Lisa's enjoyment of crocheting or even knitting something like that, you can sew, but I really like to do journals and paper crafting. So when I'm thinking about somebody, I might make them a small handmade journal and 
personalize that. Maybe they like to write or maybe they don't and they just like to save mementos. One of the things that we really like to do when we were first starting to date was save all the ticket stubs. And so a journal with a lot of pockets and a lot of pages in there to stick ticket stubs in and save that and make memories of our time together and be able to go back through that would be an ideal type of gift. Mostly just about tapping into that artistic side. And I can already hear somebody saying, but I'm not artistic. I get it. Can you wrangle in your (laughs) best artistic friend? Sometimes that's a great way to do it too. Like, hey, I am all thumbs when it comes to art, but my friend makes these really awesome mugs or whatever it is. That's still a nice handmade artistic thing. Still shows that you are thinking of them, but maybe you just don't feel as confident in your artistic skills. And that's okay. Nobody says that you have to make something because that's not everybody's wheelhouse. And then that adds an extra level of pressure that might already exist in gift giving And that's what we are trying to avoid. Extra pressure, extra guilt, extra shame that you're not doing it right or properly. It should be fun. Remember, it's all about fun. Totally agree. So if you are not that person that does handmade projects, you could go to a craft fair and maybe pick up a personalized handmade project. And if not, that's okay. We've got lots of other ideas. And maybe you're on the other side of this. And we're talking about things that are seen primarily as female oriented crafts. But if you're a guy, how cool would it be to do some woodworking and make a shelf or something a little bit more off kilter like that. But whatever, if you have woodworking skills or mechanical skills, or maybe you make robots, something like that. So anything that you can bring to the table that is just crafted with your own two hands or has some thought behind it, if it is a handmade gift. Because that's ultimately the goal, right? Is that the thought behind it was that I was thinking of you, this reminded me of you, I wanted you to have that. That should, was always going to be kind of like the ultimate goal was that this was about thinking of you and not about the actual, not totally about what the actual product was. And there was, there was a time when I didn't have space in my living space. I had kids living with me. I had roommates living with me. I had I had a lot of situations going on and I didn't have space for all of my crafting stuff to be out. And I felt very limited, but I still wanted to give something creative to my brand new significant other. So I went to the store and I bought something and I embellished it and I added to it very simply. And I'm going to tell you guys this idea. I still to this day love this idea. However, I do wish that he would throw the one that I made him in the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So just remember, if you give them something, they are likely going to hold on to it forever. But I went and, you know, the little kids see and says the ones that you pull the lever, pull the string and it spins around and it makes animal noises at you and it stops on something. I went and I picked up one of those and it had the flip. So it had two sides to it. And I covered all of the little spaces. I cut out my own pieces of paper to cover all of the spaces. And in there, I put down a list of restaurants that we had talked about wanting to go to together or that we had mentioned that we had never been to. So all these places that we could go and try together. And then on the other side, I had put down a list of date ideas that we had briefly talked about or things that I thought he would be interested in doing that I would go do with him together. And I presented that. So I think the CNSA cost me $12 at the time. It was a few years ago. It was like 12 bucks at the time. And putting those in there, it was a great
great personalized gift that I got to put my own expression into and got to be creative with, but I didn't actually have to create art. So if we're talking about the holiday season too, it's, you could do the same thing with an advent calendar, right? Just kind of carefully pop open all the doors, add something else, like a little message. So there are plenty of ways to repurpose things that you bought somebody so that it is a little bit romantic. It is a little bit special and it provides something of not your traditional gift enjoyment, but you're like, oh, this is something we can do together. It's just not for that one person. Or even another idea to do kind of the same thing, talk about experiences, you can get a jar and a bunch of popsicle sticks, and maybe you wrap that up and give that to your significant other or the person that you're dating. And then after they open it, you can sit down and write out date ideas on those popsicle sticks together, and you can both put them into the jar. And that way you can take turns pulling them out of the jar. And I've even seen people color code them. So yellow might be indoor things or blue might be things where we can do at home and orange might be something where we're going to be outside. And that way, whatever you're feeling when you're pulling the popsicle stick out of the jar gives you a good idea of something that you can do keeps your relationship new fresh and interesting and lots of creative ideas happening and still makes a really nice gift idea that isn't going to break the bank or be awkward I love the idea of experiences. One of the people I'm dating at the moment, he's very minimalist. So it's not that he doesn't like things, but his things have a very specific purpose because they're mostly from his travels that he's collected over the years. So knickknacks or stuff like that to him just doesn't compute because he doesn't get that because like, I didn't travel that place and get the thing. So to the people who maybe aren't necessarily overly attached or don't like the kind of like knickknacky things. Experiences are a great way that you get to do something together. You have those memories. You can have like fun photo collages. You can do whatever you want with those pictures, but it's a way to celebrate and give a gift without maybe overwhelming somebody with more stuff if they're not that kind of person. And so for experiences, it could be taking them to a movie that they've been wanting to see and purchasing those movie tickets. It could be going to a concert. It could be taking them to go do something that they've never done before. I know after the Winter Olympics a couple of years ago, one of the things that was really big was curling. And so it was an experience to take my significant other to try out curling and see how he liked it and doing that together. So something like that can also be a a gift idea if it's something that you guys have never done together. And the other end of the spectrum, none of this has to break the bank. I mean, looking in like Facebook events, seeing if there is a free show somewhere, or maybe like a local museum is doing something special that you might be interested in. So don't think that any of these ideas have to involve a big money investment on your part. Get creative. See if there aren't, you know, somebody doing a free something or other. There's a taste testing here. There's a sample thing here. See if you, maybe that can be part of your date is who can come up with the best free date night. So I think looking at these options in a way that doesn't have to break the bank, it doesn't maybe even have to require any money spent, but how can you still have maybe that experience, that joy of giving if for whatever reason, your financial situation is kind of tight. 
Absolutely. There's tons of different ideas and you can get a card and you can put a, you can even do a handwritten certificate saying your gift is I'm taking you to go do this and put that in a card if you want to present them with something, but you're taking them on an experience. And that date night could be completely on you, even if what you're going to do is free of charge, just letting them know that you've planned it. That can be a gift in and of itself. It's just you be the one to take control and plan a date if that's not something that you've done in the past. I don't know. There's nothing kind of sexier to me (laughs) than somebody who says, hey, I've planned everything out. Thank you. I don't have to think about anything now. You need to dress like this, show up at this time. I will absolutely do that and very happily. (laughs) Yes, yes. And, you know, there's on the other side, depending on your gift giving style, it still doesn't have to break the bank. You can pay attention if you want to give them something tangible. I have a friend who is very much gift giving is her love language and very, very much she wants to give something tangible that you can touch, that you can feel, it's tactile. And so she'll go to the store and she'll buy stuff. And it doesn't have to be something that costs a lot of money to be meaningful. Pay attention. Pay attention to the things that they say when you're on a date or pay attention to the things that they pay attention to if you happen to be in a store together and pick up on those little cues and then you can get them something that maybe they didn't even realize that they wanted. And that can be very meaningful and also very cost effective. And it shows that you were paying attention, which is probably the most important gift of all. (laughs) Very true. Very true. So hopefully this sparked some hint of interest in like, okay, maybe it's not even for a new relationship. I think all of these are wonderful ideas for whether you're on date number five, or you've been together for 10 years. I think it's always helpful to have new ideas to kind of refresh how you want to give a gift to somebody. That that is true too. I This is giving me some wonderful ideas. I was very excited to talk about it. But it's given me some wonderful ideas to bring back into my own relationship and maybe offer as gift giving ideas because, you know, after a while you get to know somebody so well and it comes down to you just ask them what they want and you get them what they tell you and it (laughs) takes all the thought, the fun and the creativity out of it. And this sparks a lot of that. So it doesn't really matter how long you've been together. There is always space to bring something fresh to the table. So we want to hear your best slash and or worst gift giving stories. I want to hear what was something that really knocked your socks off and what was something that just made you face palm like the person did not get it at all. In a relationship, we're going to keep it within that spectrum because I know we could include family, but I want to know within a romantic relationship, what's the best gift you've gotten? What's the worst gift you've gotten? So that maybe at some point we can share that with people as well as a cautionary tale. And as a reminder that this is what you can do. So email your best stories to us at so you're ready to date at gmail.com. And let's share with everybody wonderful ideas and not so wonderful ideas. Or find us on Facebook or Instagram, and you can drop us a line there too, either one of us. And we would love to connect with all of you on social media. And if that's a more comfortable platform for you to share your experiences, feel free to reach out to us there. As always, all of that will be in the show notes. So you don't have to remember (laughs) everything we say now. Pop back over, check out the show notes. It'll all be there, the links and everything. So you can easily connect with us. And we will see you next week.